0: If you're obsessed with personality quizzes, you'll love going deeper into your sacred money archetype in today's episode. It's a game changer for your business. Imagine an assessment that tells you all about your relationship with money so that you can have a better understanding of how you operate and how you can use your money personality to build wealth. That's what this episode is all about. Hi, I'm Erin, a strategic money mastery coach on a mission to create a wealthy woman movement because I believe that wealthy women will change the world. Welcome to the Wealthy Woman Podcast for creative female entrepreneurs looking to gain financial freedom. Over the last decade, I have learned how to capitalize on my time and streamline my business to work smarter, not harder. This podcast will include money-related mindset and management tips as well as practical business advice so you can do the same. I've brought multiple businesses to six and seven figures, co-developed a real estate empire with my sweet hubby Brent, and that has allowed us to pay off all debt, purchase our dream home, take vacations around the world, and spend more quality time with our two daughters, Ava and June. I'm on a mission to help women entrepreneurs like you grow profitable, aligned businesses that ultimately build your personal wealth so that your biz is a true catalyst to living your dream life. Abundance is yours for the taking, so grab your notebook and your favorite drink and let's get into it. Well, I'm so excited for today's conversation because so many of us love to do the personality quizzes, love to understand ourselves better, and I think that's a beautiful gift because Curiosity is a way that I think is a beautiful way to lead ourselves. Curiosity has us asking questions to get to the root of different things. It lends us to a posture of a desire to understand the world around us better, ourselves better. How can we live to our fullest potential? And that's what the Sacred Money Archetypes is all about, is really helping us understand our strengths around money, our challenges around money, the behavior that we have, the motivation, the thinking that we have. And I I really love it because as I've done this work with people in my intensives and one-on-ones this is given a new language a lot of light bulb moments go off for people like oh that's why I find myself doing this over and over and over again and it gives this language this identity and it also like as you dive further and further into it you can nurture your personality into more abundance, into greater success inside of your business, knowing sort of what your superpowers are and what your challenges are. And, you know, uh, if you understand me at all, and what I, the work that I do, I'm definitely, uh, I'm I'm B I'm a strengths finder coach. So I I understand the strengths finder assessment. I work with that with each individual that I work with, we go through that. And I just think it's so helpful to understand and name our power, name our strength. We're often able to identify our challenge generally. And so this sacred money archetypes gives us sort of a neutral way of looking at money. Like here's your gifts, here's your challenges. And then as you dive deeper, you can start to like, here's sort of the um, statements or the manifesting affirmations that you want to put on repeat. Here's some particular exercises and things that you can do given your type. And I actually have a a little program that you can purchase to learn your archetype and to journal through some of the, the things that are going to help you live in your biggest strength, knowing what type of personality, money personality that you have so i'm a junkie for understanding ourselves better and i think that's something that's so important as we dive into understanding how to build our wealth and so the sacred money archetypes is a unique combination of eight different money personalities and inside of this framework you can understand your unique path to growing wealth inside of your business how you naturally attract and repel money, and what is your giftedness around money management and your challenges around money management. What's your giftedness around how you think about money, how you behave, and what's your challenges. And so today I would love to kind of break down the different archetypes and just give you a little taste for these eight different personalities you might find yourself identifying with some of these and then be sure to check out the resource that I have where you can take the assessment and dive deeper into your type, how you can understand yourself more around money and how to leverage yourself into a greater position around wealth that is particular to your type. Okay, let's dive in. So, we have eight different types. And the first type that we're going to talk about is the ruler. The ruler is an inner empire builder. That's kind of the short name for it. Each of these have that sort of type and they tend to be an unstoppable, passionate force for making impact and making significant income. And the ruler is often the challenge around this. And I identify this a bit as an Enneagram three, but the ruler often can sort of define their success and their achievement around the money that they make. And so while they're great at making money and they're often pushing themselves, pushing their limits to see what's possible, the ruler has a hard time not letting business or career dominate a lot of their time and attention because they have this inner restlessness, this inner need to make more money. And they can often be hard on themselves and have a hard time just chilling and enjoying the moment. So that is the ruler and you can kind of see as I talk through this, you can see sort of the strength of being a ruler and you can see the challenge. The next is the accumulator and basically by the title you can probably understand that you're great at accumulating money. We call this type the inner banker and they typically live well under their means And they're very attentive to managing their money. They know where all their pennies are going and their dollars are going. They like to see that and they love to save. And they love to save just for the sake of saving. They're generally very frugal and have a savings that's probably well beyond what they need to have. And many times that while they are great at managing money, great at understanding their dollars in and dollars out, This can often come from a place of fear, despite the fact that they have piles of cash and can see that in their bank account. It kind of never feels like enough. They are they have this inner dialogue, this inner fear that they will run out of money at some point that they don't have enough. And so sometimes even spending small amounts of money can be stressful for the accumulator. And so we can see that they have the gift of managing, knowing a lot about their money and also have a hard time letting that money go to work for them. Let's talk about the connector. The connector is an inner relationship creator and they generally just have this sort of say like free spirit around money they kind of have this belief that money will always be available to them and they can live in kind of a little bit of la la land Like a fear, they kind of just sort of trust that money will work out. They don't have to stress out about it. And sometimes they can find themselves in positions where they rely on somebody else to manage the money, to make the money. They would rather just sort of close their eyes and believe that it's all going to work out and they are happy to let their partner or other people manage the money And um, while we can see that there's a gift in maybe not having this worry-free life, there's also a lack of sometimes responsibility. And obviously this leads them to um, blindly trusting others for their finances and not putting them in the driver's seat of their money. The alchemist, this is a fun one, I even like the title of it, is an inner idealist and they are really interesting because an alchemist can tend to have a love-hate relationship with money. They feel that there is an unfairness in, that exists in the world in relationship to money. And they are often creating ideas that can transform people's lives. Even in business, their motivation is usually very alt- altruistic and, and they're, frequently, they're attracted to unconventional and alternative ways of making money I feel like they're like the sort of the mad scientist of the output of the different archetypes so they are coming up they have all these different ideas and these different possibilities they they tend to have this sort of duality in how they think about money they know it's necessary they know that it can bring great change and yet they also have a resentment towards it The maverick, this is a fun one. This is one of my top types, um, is the inner rebel with a cause. The maverick is, I don't know. I kind of like visualize the maverick as the energizer bunny. That's like going kind of crazy and up and down, up and down, like hills or mountains or something, because they have a natural like ability to, uh, make a lot of money, but also they find themselves in extreme highs and lows with finances because of their ability to take risk and engage with risk. They're often seen as financial thrill seekers. So you could kind of see how my energy, the energizer bunny of like, go, 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 and they could kind of find themselves up and down, up and down. But typically with the Maverick, they're not going to find themselves in situations where they stay low financially very long they have a natural ability to just understand and feel comfortable with complex money situations they're they often have this bent of looking for what is the financial advantage in the situation And like I said, they're definitely willing to get um, comfortable with risk. I am a maverick and Brent is also a maverick. And so we can see this really lived out in our life when we, I mean, Brent and I often take um, some crazy risks and you can see that in people, our friends in our life are like, oh, that's just the Bridgman's. And I really think that's often um, evidenced through like being a maverick, like we, oh my gosh, how crazy they just took on a way bigger real estate project than ever before. Even the amount of that we leverage ourselves in real estate at times is like, whoo, the versions are crazy. So we get pretty comfortable with making this and the excitement and the thrill of the possibility. I'm also an accumulator. And so my accumulator can really balance out the maverick. The celebrity is kind of how it seems. The celebrity is an inner big shot. They have a really charismatic personality. They like the finer things. They're very good at attracting amazing people and amazing experiences and finances into their world. Celebrity loves to create lots of attention for themselves and others, and they deeply appreciate the doors that money can open. They love to turn on the bling. I was remembering a, a podcast interview or something where somebody was talking about being a celebrity and like as a child. They were like, I want a fake champagne toast and she loves the designer bags, right? So she has this comfortable, often we have this comfortability as celebrities to say that you're okay owning that you enjoy the finer things of life and find yourselves in the position where you are able to have the finer things in life because you attract that into your world. Somebody who is a celebrity has that magnetic, confident personality. They're really great at like attracting amazing things into their world. And they also love status. And they love being able to enjoy the finer things of life. You'll find a celebrity that they're going to stand out in the crowd based on their charisma. And they can use that to their advantage in their business to create greater wealth for them the nurturer and many times as i walk through this assessment with people inside of the wealthy woman intensive i find that a lot of women find themselves as the nurturer this is the inner sponsor they desire to be of service and they are often very generous financially. If they see people in need, they're eager to help, and this can be in like a time sense, but as we're thinking about specifically money, they are often other people's bank. So they have this beautiful generosity and they are making great impact in the world and with people around them, which is so lovely. But oftentimes this can put them into financial challenge and even into um, really difficult like debt or find it, like being strapped because of their generosity. So it comes at a cost to them. So it's very important for this type to create boundaries with people and beauty and a strength to being someone who's so generous, who sees the needs, who's somebody that people know that they can go to in time of financial need, but it's also very important for this person to make sure that they are clear with what their finances are and what where they can become overleveraged. The world's a better place because we have nurturers in it, but it's just very key that it's a balanced situation in order to stay financially healthy. The nurturer, just, just to kind of make it clear, they are generally responsible with their personal finances. So they find themselves um, able to manage their finances, but because of their high motivation to give generously, many times they can attract people who can take advantage to that of that. So there's so much beauty in being a nurturer and being so devoted, so reliable, so generous And so as nurturers making sure that you are not abandoning yourself and that you have healthy boundaries is so key. And last we have the romantic. The romantic knows the power of money because they are willing to enjoy what money gives them. And I think some people types like the accumulators might be like, Man, I wish I could have a dose of that. So the romantic understands the power of money and likes to enjoy it. They feel that they deserve it. And so they can often find themselves um, de- letting themselves indulge and letting themselves appreciate what money can get them. They enjoy seek- their pleasure seeking and what they use their money with. But yeah, they have this like dislike on focusing on money they don't want money to be the focus they want like what money can do and the things that they can give to them afford them be the focus sort of like living in the enjoyment of it but uh, many times somebody who is a romantic can have a hard time saving um, because they want to go enjoy it and spend it and so um they have the ability to believe that it will always be there and they also do have this generosity with others and like i said they have this willingness and and we like to see the top two or three weaving together because often they can balance each other out but they they do have this ability to enjoy money and what it can buy them but on the same side you know They can ignore finances, ignore saving because they just want to enjoy it. So that is the romantic. Those are the eight different types. And I mentioned the two types that really resonate with me are the maverick and the accumulator. And while these can sometimes be at war inside of me where I'm like, I want to take the risk. I want to do the daring, thrilling thing I want to go make make money and it's kind of this crazy game I'm also in the spreadsheets uh managing the money managing the dollars figuring out the cash flow <laughs> when I walked into the real estate business and started really helping Brett and our at that time business partner I was like wow do we need a budget here so I kind of um have both of these and sometimes it can cause inner conflict for me for sure because I remember like that that moment, we had the $18,000, but we had spent a lot of time uh, working to save that up. And part of me wanted to just roll around in it, see that $18,000 in the bank account. Like I loved saving that. And then the, the, the accumulator me loved that. And the maverick part of me was like, but you got to go for it. You got to make the risk. You've got debt to pay off. And so in that instance, they really can balance each other out and work together and they can also butt heads. But that's really, um, those, those are the two that I resonate with the most. And I'm so grateful for this tool, this assessment, because it has given new words, new language, new understanding to myself and to my clients around their money personality and how they can work to leverage it in their life. So if you want to grow your wealth in a way that's unique to you, unique in your business, unique to your personality, learn your money personality and unlock your superpowers to gain wealth with my sacred money archetypes package in there you're going to learn your top three money archetypes how to use the natural strengths and weaknesses to your advantage and it's going to be in a money approach that is guilt-free and custom-made just for you so head to the show notes to get the links to check out my sacred money archetypes package The Sacred Money Archetypes Assessment will set you up for success in your finances and help you understand what your results mean and how to use them in your day-to-day life. It's time for a new understanding of your money mindset. Thanks for listening to the Wealthy Woman Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so you can access all the latest episodes. While you're at it, would you take a few minutes to leave a review? This will help spread the word and spread the Wealthy Women Movement. Are you inspired to take the first steps towards financial freedom in your life and biz? Check out all of my money-related resources for wealthy women at www.eronbridgeman.com resources. That's E-R-I-N-N-D-R-I-D-G-M-A-N.com. Take the right next step for you. Cheers for now.